Well, this is a, a treat uh, for those who uh, follow Coin Spice. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard, but I'm going to be uh, uh, shoving off here for other ventures. Uh, Coin Spice will continue um, its work and uh, in whatever form and, and future. And uh, it's not a you know bad split or anything; just people doing different things. Um, so I think it's sort of poetic that I end my time with. Uh, Coin Spice here by uh, speaking with um, Amari Sachet, the lead developer at Bitcoin ABC, a, um, I guess the, the, the dominant uh, client uh, for Bitcoin Cash as, as a protocol. Uh, um, but in any case, the, the point is to, at the third year anniversary here of Bitcoin Cash, document how the project started from the point of view of Amari Sachet. And it dawned on me through my conversations with Amari, with other people who are, for all extents and purposes, they're, they're the, the most knowledgeable and been around Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin longer than anybody, that no one had a, a reference point that they could just go, oh, click here and you'll get the, the basic gist of how all this came to be. And, um, so I, I hunted for, you know, there's a Wikipedia, which uh, I asked Amari about. He said it's garbage. <laughs> a Wikipedia page of Bitcoin Cash. And I asked uh, around for other people. No one could point to a document. So this will be kind of hopefully a, a beginning for someone else to maybe pick up and, and uh, you know, really document uh, the, the beginnings of Bitcoin Cash. But at least we have a player. We have someone who was there. And... Um, before I get uh, too much deeper here, um, Amaris, man, thanks so much for, for coming back on. I, I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. And I noticed on your read.cash um, articles that you have as a, as a placeholder there or, or a subtitle, founder of Bitcoin Cash. Uh, let's, let's, let's go back to, well, I guess, pre-August first 2017 before uh, before the fork um take us through how how bitcoin cash came to be founded uh the people involved where you were how you found it um all, all that good stuff yeah so what if we're gonna start you know you need to you need to backtrack even before that because they're like you know we kind of need to to describe the setup of the situation sure uh so so you know, so that it makes sense. Um, so around, I'd say 2015 or so, there's this block size debate that become, you know, particularly hot. Um, before that, it, it kind of existed, but there was not that much of a debate before that. It was kind of like everybody agreed that we'd have to raise the block size eventually. Um, but um, around 2015 or so, um, it becomes more contentious of an ID 
and and then you know you have different factions that start to rise um and and so on one side you have bitcoin core that is the reference client for btc that is very much against raising the block size and then you have several clients that appear over time such as bitcoin xt bitcoin classic and, and bitcoin unlimited uh, who aim to increase the block size and and so that's the situation in in 2015 and and 2016 and and the tension raise and you know you have like a ton of debate you have uh, people voicing their opinion one way or another, various companies voicing their opinion one way or another. But it seems like the situation is a bit in a, you know, in a gridlock. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not moving much. And um, at this point, I was working at Facebook at the time. Uh, and, uh, and so I look at that and uh, so, soon after I left Facebook, I kind of look at that and I was like, you know what? I, I, before that, you know, I did not have much, uh, much to contribute to the Bitcoin project uh, because um, I did not have any specific skill that, that nobody else had, right? That, that, and this is, know, this is just to pin you down. You leave Facebook, what year, 2016? Yes. Okay. Yes, toward the end of 2016. So you're, you're, it's toward the end of 2016 and you're thinking, you know, you've been watching the debate and, and seeing it, there's gridlock uh, between these, these factions and then you leave Facebook and you're kind of wondering, you know, what, uh, uh, what, what you can do or how you can get involved. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, now the, like before the question about Bitcoin was, you know, various questions about security and cryptography and stuff like that. Now the question is about scaling and that's much more, something I have experience with, obviously, because I worked at Facebook for, for several years. Um, so I was like, this is much more my, my area of expertise, right? So I should get involved. Uh, before that, I was following Bitcoin for like a, a quite a long time, but you know, that was, that was kind of the opportunity to get more active. And so at first I started getting involved with Bitcoin Unlimited actually, because this was the client that seems to want to do stuff to, to increase the block size. It was getting some traction, you know, various miners were using it. Um, so, you know, um, it seems like, it seems like Bitcoin Unlimited had this decent shot at activating larger block on, on Bitcoin. So I was like, okay, this seems like the right place to, to invest some efforts in. Um, and so I do that in maybe early 2017, late 2016, early 2017. And what I realized very quickly is that there are pretty bad quality problems with their code base um, and, and various, you know, various process problems that, that lead to that bad quality. And, um, and so at this point, I, I'm... I'm like, actually, okay, what, what is needed is not uh, more technology for scaling because the technology that we have operate properly at, at the pro, you know, current scale. What is needed is um, you know, software methodologies and stuff like that, uh, way, way of doing software that, that you know, cause the software to be more robust. And um, at the time, I, I also alerted like various people, such as such as Roger and Jian Hu, that you know it, it's gonna turn bad. Obviously, I alerted many uh, 
many Bitcoin unlimited people, you know, that were uh, at, at position that were more important than mine at the time. And, uh, but, but uh, this, this did not go, this did not go very well. Uh, <laughs> this did not go very well. Uh, it was, it was very poorly received. Uh, that was effectively like the new guy coming around and, and telling you like, you're not doing, you're not doing that properly. Here is how you need to do stuff. And the people that are already there are like, you know, who is this new guy? Uh, why, why is he telling me that, that I'm doing it the wrong way? And so, so it did not quite work. It was uh, very poorly received. Uh, but, but at the end, you know, uh, we ended up having like several pretty serious zero day in Bitcoin Unlimited following that. So, so in a way I was, I was proven right, but it, it was too late, right? Like the, the confidence in BU was, was shattered at, at this point. And so, and so, you know, it didn't look like BU was, was going to make it anymore because, you know, it's always, it's always more difficult to recover trust that you lost than, than gain trust, um, you know, in the first place. And so that so, was kind of toasted. Yeah. Well, I, I was just uh, going to interject in, as a point of clarification. So up to that point, as far as you're concerned, uh, BU was sort of the preeminent um, flag mm-hmm. holder for, for the big block movement, such as it was. And yeah. you went in there um, and tried to interact with them and, and found faults and X, Y, and Z parts of whatever they were doing. And that was, you know, whether it was you or them, you're not casting aspersions necessarily. You're just saying that it wasn't received well. Uh, you were the substart guy who came in. And so at some point there's an impasse where yeah. it, there, it seems to be that they're not moving forward. And as you've, as you've outlined or you've kind of set up here, uh, the debate had really been going on at this point for nearly two years. Um, you, you yeah, but also I know what, that that the way they are building their software is gonna yell like poor quality software. So so after that, it's just a matter of time before something really bad happens, and and it ended up happening uh, like very shortly after, actually, like uh, several weeks, maybe a month uh, after I raised various flags. Uh, okay, so. So, you know, yeah, it's like you see people, they build a house, but, you know, they're using like bad concrete and the wall are quite not straight and stuff like that. They're like, you know, like something is going to fall on someone at some point and it's going to be pretty bad. Uh, you, you can't just quite pin down exactly, uh, you know, like which wall is going to fall first or whatever. Like you cannot give all the details, but if you are someone that is experienced with building houses, you can see that, you know, like the wall and everything are not quite straight. And, and so that, that something is going to break at some point. Well, it's, it's the equivalent of that, but for software. And so, and so then you came in and you're like, you know, you need to use whatever tool to make sure your wall is straight. And you need to use like this type of concrete for this type of wall or whatever, you know, like just, I know nothing about us building, right? So I'm making it up, but I'm trying to use an analogy that is maybe more palatable <laughs> for sure, people sure. than software. Right. And, and so the guy that is, you know, like the architect or, or whoever is in charge of, of building the house, um, you know, is receiving it very poorly because it's like, you know, like, who is this guy that is telling me how to build houses when, you know, I'm the one building the house and it's just like a newcomer. Um, so, so this is pretty much what happened. Right. And, 
and then I was like, okay, whatever, like, you know, something is going to fall on someone and, 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 and it's going to be pretty bad. And then nobody's going to trust you to build houses anymore going forward. So, so at this point, it did not really make sense for me to, to get involved into that project anymore. So I moved on to, uh, well, I, I, I tried two different things. So first I tried to look at other, um, you know, software that were trying to get larger block like classic and, and, um, like classic and NXT and, and, oh God, like I stepped into, I stepped into a pretty old war there. There was like a lot of tension between those people. They could not agree on anything. Uh, maybe that, that reminds you of, of, uh, of some more recent situation, but effectively like they are, they are at war with each other and they are pulling dirty trick on each other constantly, right? So um, there, is, there is another limit per block uh, than the block size, that is the SIGOPS limit. There is so many signature operations you can do in the block. And effectively, if you raise the block size and you don't change the SIGOPS limit, then uh, what's gonna happen is that people are gonna run into the SIGOPS limit instead of running on the block size and, and you cannot scale the same way. Um, you know, it, it's the same problem, right? You don't have to solve anything. So you need a way to scale both. And, and there is like a complete inability for Classic and PU to come to an agreement about this. Um, and, and there is also, you know, like I cannot prove that, but I think there was like various dirty trick pulled on each side, right? Like when one put a proposal, the other one would release a software with like a different... Uh, <laughs> a different rule in it. And so they were perpetually incompatible with each other. And this even caused a fork in testnet at some point, I think in, in 2015 or, or 2016, I think 2016. And, and that was like another, that was another big blow to, to the big block movement, right? And actual roots doesn't matter much, like, but you need to have the different software compatible with each other or you may split the chain. And so now everybody is kind of like iffy about activating the chain. I'm like, you know, like those people, they cannot work with each other. So it's not gonna, um, it's not gonna pan out. Like if any, if I do something that is great within classic, then BU is, is just gonna like not take it or, you know, do politicking about it. And it's gonna be very efficient. So I'm like, you know what, um, fuck that <laughs> basically. And, and I start to work on this proposal that, that is called extension block. And it was a proposal by the guys from Purse.io that, that people probably know if they listen to that podcast. It's a, sure. it's a company that allows you to buy stuff on Amazon at a discount with crypto. Um, and so they had this proposal called extension block that, that was a way to effectively increase the block size up to 8 meg. Uh, in a way that is a soft fork and, and that brings a lot of the same benefit as SegWit as well. So the people that were pro SegWit, they would have, you know, something for them as well. So it seemed like a very good compromise proposal where everybody has a bit of what they want. People that want larger block, they have, you know, more capacity. They have effectively 8 meg. And people who wanted SegWit and Lightning Network and whatever, they get the capability that they need to do that as well. So it seems like a good stuff, so I do it, but then there is this SegWit2x stuff that happened, which was like a big agreement between various industry party to do SegWit and then to increase the block size to two megabytes. So it removed all the wind from the sales of, of, um, of the extension block stuff. 
So I'm back at square one. I'm like, like, what do I do? Like on one side, there was this extension block proposal. It seems to do good, but since there is SegWit 2x, there is no traction for that anymore. I have, um, you know, those big block clients that ultimately I think are trying to do the right thing, but the way they are doing it is like poor quality and they are constantly fighting with each other. So it's unlikely to, to work. And, and I see this SegWit2x profiling itself as a bait and switch, right? Especially um, with the USF movement and, and seeing Jeff Garzik trying to negotiate with them. I was like, you know what, this USF guys, they're going to get what they want. And Jeff Garzik is going to get nothing out of that. Because they were not playing the same game. Like the dynamic was not, mm. um, it was not in, in Jeff Garzik's favor. And so I was like, you know, like all those stuff that seems to be you know, going nowhere, like all of them. So I'm like, all right, you know, when they, <laughs> when, when none of the options are good, you make your own options. Uh, so, so at this point, I'm like, all right, like we need to do a minority fork with larger block. This is to be like the last, um, this is the last option. Like this is the last thing that we can do, right? So I've stopped working on that. Um, I had this client where I was working on extension block. So I scrap extension block from the client. And uh, we name it ABC, which stands for adjustable block size cap. And we start implementing adjustable block size uh, feature on top of it. Okay, let me let me pause you right there. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm very wary of stopping you because I don't want to, you know, derail your train of thought here. But you, you use the pronoun we a few times. Who, who now is, is comprising what is the, the skeletal beginnings uh, the the DNA of, of uh, if you will of what would become Bitcoin ABC. It's you and who else? So at first it's on on the software side. At first it's just me, and then a bit later on there is Free Trader that joins, and a bit later on even there is a Jonald Fubol that joins. Wow! So Free Trader first uh, is the first to join you, and then John Fubol. Yeah. Wow. And so you three begin what is ABC? I'm sorry. And, and pick it up from there. Yeah. Yeah. So I started implementing the, the you know, block size uh, capability and um, free trader kind of realized that, you know, minority fork is also unavoidable at this point. And so at the beginning, it tries to make that work within BU. And this is a total failure because Understone decided to, to, goes through a crazy complicated process where like free trader essentially had to do everything but with boss and type in his back and and uh, <laughs> and everybody's throwing stuff at him basically uh it was not working right so at some point uh free trader uh joins abc and and works there and so we put the client together and as this goes forward we also kind of realized that we need to we need to have a website. We need to maybe have a different name for the client and you know the the node software client and the coin itself, so that it leaves the room for other node software to join. So now we need two websites and there are two logo and two everything, right? So uh, there is a lot of that going on, and and hopefully there is Jonald that show up at this point. He helps setting the websites. Um, he helps also getting. Uh, Electrum, the, the Electrum wallet fork into what became Electron Cash. 
And, and yeah, so, so that is going on. Then we have uh, Juan and the Britprim team uh, who help us uh, setting a test net so we can run like activation and see how it works. And so we run like a bunch of activations, uh, fix various bugs that way, making sure that everything is working. Uh, they also set up the, the first block explorer and you know, various tools like that. And are, so we was, in, are we in 2017 yeah. by this point or are we in still? Yeah, yeah, we are in 2017. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All wow. of that is happening like, you know, a month or two before the actual fork. Wow. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very last minute. People don't realize that, but it was very last minute. So, so yeah, like we are, we are in the two months leading to the, to the August 1st date when all of that happens. So, so yeah, effectively this is like, um, uh, uh, Bitmain and via PTC on, on the mining side, they are, you know, trying to like set up hash and help us, you know, getting some resources and stuff like that. How does, how does, uh, how does that happen? Yeah. Cause I, I have a feeling that's, you know, that's, that's not a small thing. I mean, uh, as, as kind of, you know, studs that you guys have become, you free trader and uh Fuqual have become in the Bitcoin cash community at, at the time you were, kind of small fries. So how do you get the likes of via BTC and, and, and well, Jesus Bitmain um, to come on board or agree or kind of even entertain your, your, uh, your ideas for, for Bitcoin ABC. Well, I was actually talking with Gian for a while because of the various problems that happened with BU and classic and stuff like that. And, and it turned out that I was right. So that was valuable information. So, you know, he, he wanted to, to have more of that, I guess, you know, like he, he, he trusted my judgment because it, it was proven to be correct in the past. And that's, I mean, is it, is it possible to understate um, how significant Jihan was in, in like in, in bringing at, at the time Bitmain, I'm trying to, you know, this is all anecdotal, so feel free to correct me. Um, my my memory here is uh, is is kind of going back and forth, but at the time I think Bitmain was the mining company. I mean, the yeah, yeah, excellence. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, is it possible? Well, they still kind of are, even though their brand is is not you know as much in your face as it was at the time. But they still produce the vast majority of mining rigs that are used. Right. So this is, this is a ginormous coup for you, right? I mean, this, this has to give you wings. I mean, um, in only a few months, you've managed to, to bring... <laughs> well, yes and no. Um, <laughs> yes and no. Like, this is a lot of shit to deal with, uh, if, if we are to be frank. And, um, and, and this is not really the outcome that I opt for. I wanted to, you know, like activate big block on BTC, but... Uh, you need to take, you know, you need to take the option that you had, um, or, or you know, that you have, um, and so and so. This was this was the best option that was available. Wow, that's uh, interesting. That's kind of because I, you you allude to that later on in our personal conversations and also in some of your public uh, reminiscences, where you're you you're not really anti BTC so much as you are kind of a, a a reluctant angry son right so you're you know you it, 
best case scenario, you know, you keep the band together and you guys go on to do a great tour and you make a gazillion dollars and have chicks and everything else. But you, 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 as far as you're concerned, kind of exhausted all the, um, the options. And now you have to kind of go your own way. So that's, that's kind of, am, yeah. am I right in characterizing it in that sense? Yes. Yes. And, and I mean, if we're to be honest, I think, the fault lies way more on the big block side than than it lies on, on you know the the act the, you know the BTC side that that we have right now, um, because so to to begin with there was like a very wide support both from minor and from most businesses in the space to activate larger block right so so you start like you start from a winning hand and and then you fuck it all up like step by step up to the point where the only option that remains is is a minority chain mm. and and this whole process was very frustrating to me if we are if we are to be frank uh, because at at each step i told people what would happen and nobody listens you know because you're a small fry and and then everything that you said exactly happened because it's it's predictable um it's not that surprising. So, you know, like take for example, like people are asking the core developers to increase the size on PTC. So you get to realize like for them, it's extra work. It's extra risk. Uh, they need to, you know, so they need to do work in the software to make that work. And also that means that every time there is like a security problem or whatever, it can get much bigger, much faster. Right. So, so they need to be much more alert when it comes to security and stuff. And, and the people that are funding them have a product that rely on, you know, like working around some BTC limitation, right? So um, it doesn't really make sense for them to invest resources into something that compete with their core business. Um, and, and other company in the space that actually want bigger block, the way they, the way they start behaving is that they start blaming those people for not doing what they want. Um, but, you know, like they're not paying them or anything. They're just receiving software for free from them. So they, they are ungrateful brat, like basically, right? <laughs> and and so, so this is never going to work, right? Um, and, and, you know, if you look at it that way, it's, it's obvious that it's never going to work. And it's not... It's not a problem of people being evil or whatever. It's it's a problem of people valuing the work of the core developer or people that would benefit from smaller block and people with larger block would just you know get their software for free and yeah demo they don't. So mm. <laughs> that, yeah, that's interesting. And I and and we've had this discussion in various forms now for a while. And and uh, um, I find it uh, fascinating when when you go into it. Um, but I have a feeling that as I normally do, I I'm, I'm derailing you here a bit. So back to bit so you're having discussions with jihan via btc um i'm assuming mm -hmm. that's that's hypo right hypo yeah yeah okay and so these guys seem to be i mean that's again a major 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 uh move i i is it fair to say that without their support without uh jihan and hypo um we don't we don't get the fork right Oh yeah, absolutely. We don't get the fork without them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've, I've, I've succeeded in now derailing myself. 
So we're, we're heading towards, <laughs> <laughs> I am my own worst enemy. Um, so yeah, so we are heading toward the fork. Uh, there but is why, why August by- 1st? I mean, why, why not wait? I, it turns to be fortuitous because by December, the, the fucking thing is hitting $20,000 uh, coin and so on and so forth. Did you guys see that coming or, or, or something like it? Or why? It seems, it seems rushed at this point, if, if, I'm, if I'm being honest. Well, because there is a focal point that already exists around that date, because this is a USF date. Right? Oh, so right. All, everybody is looking at August 1st, right? And so you want, to, you want to do that when everybody's looking. I got you. I, I completely forgot about that. Now, now I'm with you. Okay, so the user-activated yeah, yeah, yeah. soft fork is, uh, is looking for an August 1st, and, and you'll, you'll see this if you're a, kind of a casual um, observer of, of the, the Bitcoin, uh, the BTC, BCH uh, debate, is you'll see this in maximal, uh, maximal circles. They'll say, August 1st is Bitcoin Independence Day and, you know, these sorts of things. And so mm-hmm. I think a lot of BCHers who are new are kind of confused by that. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm glad I asked. So uh, I'm not sure where we pick it up from there, but, but go. Yeah, yeah. So there is this huge focal point on August 1st. So we are leading to that. The software is, is mostly free trader and myself at this point. Um, and, and you have uh, Jonal doing a bunch of stuff like around the software. Um, such, such as Electron Cash and setting up websites and stuff like that. You have the Bitprim team led by Juan that is um, doing large-scale testing, uh, you know, activation and stuff like that and setting up various services for, for developers and, and block explorers and stuff like that. And, and then you have Hypo and, uh, and Jihan who are taking care of more of the mining side of things. They are so are taking care of, of uh, talking to various businesses. Via BTC was also an exchange at the time. It was, um, it was closed and then it was reopened under the brand Coinex later on. So people can right. still use that under the name Coinex. But at the time, Via BTC was an exchange. So Via BTC set up future for, for BCH, uh, for the BCH fork on that exchange. Uh, and so all of that was absolutely capital, right? Because once you have future that have a price and everything people can realize that okay this is something that that has a price so then you can go to other exchanges or other businesses and based on that price you know it's going to be that big so it's probably worse for you to support it and you know so on and so forth um so so all of that is going on a lot of talking with various businesses in the space a lot of programming um you know like it's very busy time a lot of testing as well and uh, yeah, you have this, this conference uh, in Harlem that happened. I think this conference in Harlem that happened is, is very interesting. Like looking back, it's very interesting because you can see what everybody was focused on at the time. Um, and so you can see that, that uh, actually most people that are in the big block space were not focused on BCH. Um, so so uh, Craig Wright was at that conference. He talked about a bunch of stuff that that don't make a lot of sense, uh, like, you know, cellular automata and whatever. When, when does, uh, when does being turned complete and whatnot? What? Uh, sorry. Uh, when does, when does Arnhem happen? When, when does that? It's, that it's about a month before the fourth date. Okay. And, and the purpose of this, because 
again, you know it so well. And you're doing a great job, by the way. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the problem here. Um, <laughs> so wh- who calls the conference? Wh- what, is, what is the point of it? Uh, it seems like you've got a lot of momentum. You're talking to businesses. Uh, what before was, was a two-year, uh, the, the way that um, this is me characterizing it, was almost a two-year kind of circle jerk of people arguing and whatever. Within mm-hmm. months now seems to be moving forward. You've got some momentum. And so who, who calls this meeting, who organizes it, and, and, and what's its point? Uh, so David Allen and, and a few other people set up that conference. Uh, I don't know if they want to be named, so I'm not going to okay. be naming. Uh, but, but I know David Allen decided to go public, so, so he's one of the organizers of, of that event. And that event was, you know, like um, the idea is to do a Bitcoin conference, but that was more focused on, on the topics that were of interest for people that, that want bigger blocks. And so but a lot of people were there. Um, yeah, a lot of people were there. And, and if you look at the, at the you know, various presentations that were made, you can see what, what everybody was at at the time. And so we presented the ABC client at, at that conference and, and announcing the fork effectively, except the Bitcoin Cash name was not even decided upon at this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's quite funny looking at, at it. Like, like we were like one month before launching and, and we still did not have a name for, for you know, the, the cryptocurrency itself. And this, is, and this is unprecedented, right? I mean, this, this, this has not happened on this scale in the at that time what are we 217 so we're about my public school math here about uh, eight years in uh to bitcoin and so really kind of nothing has happened on this kind of scale it it is unprecedented right so yes yeah you're 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 moving at at pardon the pun lightning speed (laughs) and you're at this conference and you present this client and you don't even have a name for it. You're just like, well, I'm sorry. The, we, we have the, the Bitcoin point. ABC name at that point, right, right, but right. we don't have the Bitcoin cash name. Right. For the, for the actual, you know, what would be the ticker and the coin and all the rest of it. Yeah. You're just kind of like, yeah, well, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. We have this client and, and we're forking and there is like what, what we are putting in it and, and uh, come join us. Right. That was. This is literally flying the plane as you're building it. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of software is, is done that way. And, sure. Um, All right. So, so at Arnhem, what, what takes place? You, you present the client uh, formally mm-hmm. and there's, there seems to be a, I don't know, shelling points, the right phrasing, but there seems to be a, a I guess a wave of enthusiasm that from this conference, right? That says, yes, this is the right idea. Yes, well, it, it's kind of funny because there is no enthusiasm or, well, there is some, but not that much from um, from the old school big blocker, right? If, if I may uh, call those people that way. Sure. Um, because like, like you can see, they're all talking about original stuff, like everybody was there. Uh, I don't remember what everybody's uh, presentation was about, but uh, most of the old school big blockers, they were not focused on that. But 
uh, there was a lot of enthusiasm from from the people, you know. And do you, do you think they were kind of like the old school big blockers? They were kind of like you in some sense. In the, in the way that you look back on it, they they couldn't see a way out of BTC, so it was just more focusing on debating and trying to convince BTC to change its ways. Do you, do, do you think they sort of saw you? Yeah, but they had lost this, this battle, right? But they don't really want it to see it, I think. Um, because right, they, they don't see it as having... Because this is an admission of failure, right? Like this right. whole project is like, you know, in, in a way, in a way that the whole existence of that stuff is a shining projector on the fact that they failed to, to get that to activate on BTC. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. So in a way, like, did, did, did they understand the significance of your proposal, do you think? Did they, did they think this, this, this French guy... I don't know. You'd, be, have, uh, you'd have to go- ask them. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, the sense that you get from the time, do, do, do you think that, you know, you got, you're wearing your, your black and uh, gold uh, uh, ANCAP hoodie, this long-haired uh, metalhead from Facebook... Uh, this Frenchman is coming up to go, yeah, we're going to basically fork this and we're going to go our own way. Do you think they're just like, yeah, yeah, buddy. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think most of them are still having the eyes on Segwit2x because at this point, a lot of people have not seen that Segwit2x is toasted. Wow. Wow. And so Arnhem becomes a a, a political, sorry, a, a, a pivotal moment uh, why af- after you leave it? What 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 do you think is decided there besides the the obvious of having just presented ABC? In- well, not much is not much is decided there, right? Like, but it's announced, it's public. You no, know, the, the you know the cat suit of the bag, right? So, um, so the public is looking at it now, you know, and and uh, and they know that you know August one there is a fork and 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 there is a new coins that that. That is going to be like basically bitcoins with a few change, notably the bigger block size. And and the broader Bitcoin community was trying to sort of again, for listeners, again we're three years out, so a lot of this seems obvious to you. But what Amari is is I, I think trying to express is really no one knew it was going to happen. I mean they 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 sort of understood. Uh, when I say no one, I mean outside of say the ABC circle knew what was going to happen. And then furthermore, literally no one knew what the reaction would be. So a lot of yeah. people were starting to grapple with, whoa, 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 whoa. wait, so I, I get another coin? Well, is that going to break? I remember all these discussions, right? Like, uh, it's, it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, actually, it's kind of funny because it was not the first, like, very, very big fork. There was the ETH, ETC that happened right. uh, before that. But, but, most of the Bitcoin circles were very dismissive of, of ETH for, for the longest time, right? So they didn't really pay attention to that. So that was very new in the Bitcoin cycles. Plus, um, Ethereum is based on an account model, while Bitcoin is based on the UTXO model, which makes the whole splitting into two coins behave a bit differently. So people didn't know exactly what to expect. Um, yeah. And I, I, you know, I think it took a little while. It took, I still to this day, uh, for people to realize that if they held BTC, they would also be holding um, what would later become BCH. I, I think, yeah, uh, I, I remember people selling 
And I was like, well, you did. I'm just going to make up the price, but let's say BTC was at 14K and BCH was at like 15 to 2K. I was like, well, you, you did get 14K for that and 2K for BCH. And they were like, what? <laughs> like you, like you, you hold that because you hold it. I, it was, it's such a mm-hmm. strange time. And now it's obvious, you know, we're into splitting and we, you know, the, how to split your coins and there are apps for that. And, and, you know, exchanges are kind of prepared for it. And there's all these. Oh yeah. At the time there was no infrastructure exchanges were not ready. Um, uh, we, we knew that we would be a minority chain. So we implemented replay protection and, that was also the, the, the opportunity to fix a few problems that existed with the signature algorithm. Um, notably, the signature algorithm is actually quadratic in nature in Bitcoin. And, and so that bad, like you can make very big transactions that are very expensive to validate. That's, um, that's an attack vector that exists on Bitcoin. And so we were able to fix that. Um, we're able to fix that with it. Another issue with the legacy algorithm is that it doesn't cover the value of the transaction. So your hardware wallet cannot tell you, you are sending that many coins to, like if I send you money, for instance, and I use my hardware wallet, uh, my hardware wallet is able to tell me, well, you know, you're about to send, you know, that many BCH to Kelso and pay that much in fees, right? And it was not possible to do that with the legacy algorithm because the amount are not covered by the signature. And so your hardware wallet cannot verify that, cannot verify that the amounts and the fees that are being sent. Um, That's crazy. And you only know this. Okay. This is a very stupid statement, but as you are well aware, I'm, I'm full of stupid statements. You only know this when you discover, right? <laughs> <laughs> what what do you mean that I can you have to get to the point where you where you have hardware wallets and you're you're doing these things and the sort of oh yeah 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 but but it's also very clear to to me and I think to any serious software developer that Satoshi like threw stuff together in in a way that would work to to put something out there you know as soon as he can um and, and so there are, there are various design decisions in there that I think, you know, even Satoshi himself would agree are, are not the best ones. And the way signatures are done is, is undoubtedly one of them. That's really so, interesting. So, so yeah, so um, now we need to implement replay protection because it's going to help exchanges because nobody is ready and nobody wants to lose their coin, right? So we implement mm-hmm. replay protection and that's the opportunity to... Uh, effectively solve various other problems that exist with the signature, the way signature are done in Bitcoin. So we do that. Um, and, um, and yeah, so that gets us replay protection, various feature, we increase the block size and, um, and we add the rule for the SIGOPS limit as well. And, and here we go. Uh, we have, uh, <laughs> we have something and, and how, we're ready how- to fork. <laughs> so take us back to August first. Um, how much did your asshole pucker? I mean, I mean, uh, you, you're you're a very confident guy. Um, I know you as self-effacing, and and you can joke and laugh about yourself and all that good stuff. But uh, you you come across now as, as very confident and and sure. But 
you in our conversations i've always found you to be okay measured and well maybe we should look at it this way that way this way. i in in your private moments you know when you were kicking back in in paris and drinking your wine and eating your fancy cheese did you did you think to yourself when august 1st comes around oh my god did i just <laughs> fuck this thing up or like or 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 were you fairly sure this was going to come off well well a bit of everything at the same time right it's it's quite difficult so first people may not know but the first blocks took eight hours to jesus i come, forgot yeah right right so everybody is on front of the computer and like monitoring that everything is okay that you know the bus network they fought properly yeah and, hour and, seven and waiting for that goddamn <laughs> block right and and but hour seven, hour seven and 30 minutes, we're like, fuck Amory and Free Trader and, Joe <laughs> and all these guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's, that's a very long time, right? And during that time, you go through all kinds of phases, you know, like very excited or like, oh my God, what did I do? And, uh, <laughs> and I hope there is not some serious problem and the block is actually going to come and, you know, like so on and so forth. Uh, you, yeah. You know, it's eight hour long, right? So it goes through many, many different. Uh, yeah, many different and and phases. it's you know only the, in I mean, and and if you, I'm trying to put in perspective for people who are who are newer to to Bitcoin. The way Bitcoin in 2017, especially mid 2017, was being touted, um, it's sort of silly and and beautiful, and and I have a lot of sympathy for it now, but the way it was being quote-unquote marketed is that this is a hinge of history um unbelievably liberating technology that's going to stop war that's going to you know end famine um there's all this blockchain technology the talk and so i can only imagine you know six and a half hours in you know that you know you've got all this investment and all these people and coming around where you're just kind of like Ooh. yeah i'm not sure if i just maybe screwed everything up so that's that's really interesting so eight hours in the block is mined and that is of course uh i guess poetically mined by hypo right yeah via btc yeah and hypo yeah and and and, and away you guys go um i'm trying to think of the landscape for exchanges at the time um coinbase was there kraken um binance was just a twinkle uh, kraken in listed very very early who did kraken obviously via btc had it like pretty much at launch uh kraken listed very early jesse, uh, coinbase was, jesse waited was for an early a... supporter right jesse was um yeah, I, I actually never talked to, to Jesse, so I, I don't really know him. Oh, okay. But yeah, Kraken was, was supportive of the effort. They, so, they listed, you know, they listed it fairly early on. Um, right, so you said Kraken and you were saying something else before I interrupted. Uh, who else was kind of supportive? Coinbase? Uh, in terms of exchange, I don't really remember exactly. Uh, because, you know, then after that, everything you know, like I don't have like a very specific timeline, but basically like within a few months, almost everybody ended up listing it. Because uh, Brian Armstrong was, uh, who's the, uh, I guess, kind of co-founder and CEO now of uh, Coinbase. Um, I remember mm -hmm. him lurking in 
you know, GitHub repositories and stuff and, and being generally supportive of, uh, of Bitcoin Cash at the time is, do you, do you think that's a, a fair characterization? Well, same thing. I never talked to Brian Armstrong, so I don't know him personally, but it's a bit more conservative than other exchange. So it took, you know, slightly longer, but still like, I think within three months, three months in, something like that, they listed it and, and that was it. That was like a big validation in the space, actually. Like there was, there was very good reaction out of that. And so roughly six and, and people yeah coinbase was a bit different at the time like coinbase was super restrictive in what they were listing at the time like no they're a coins. bit more they're a bit more open but at the time they had btc ltc and and eth if i remember properly this is mm -hmm. all that they had right then they added bch so that was a pretty big deal yeah huge 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 um there was lots of talk that uh, actually also this was bcc at the time in many places not not bch right I, I remember that conversation actually but go ahead yeah yeah that was bcc and and when bitfinex listed it they actually had bitconnect listed at, as bcc and and so they were like okay we cannot list at bcc so so they set up bch and and bch became the 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 de facto ticker, but it was decided by uh, uh, by Bitfinex actually, and the original ticker was BCC. Mm. That's that's super interesting. And for the full record, I, I don't like any of those. Uh, but <laughs> I remember you arguing about that, and I I uh, uh, I wanted yeah. XBC, but you know it did not happen. So yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so maybe maybe just a little bit post. August 1st. Yeah. I, I, guess, I guess we kind of touched on that with, with the exchanges. Um, what, what was the public reception like? Um, what was your feeling at the time? Were you optimistic or could you see that there was trouble ahead or, or did you think that uh, uh, you were just too busy solving and putting out fires? Yeah, so there was a lot of putting out fire. Uh, in terms of the space, the, the reception was actually very positive, except from like a portion of Bitcoin maximalists that were very pissed off uh, about the whole situation. Because it kind of like breaked one of their narrative uh, about yeah. Bitcoin, you know. And, and, um, and yeah, but you know, th those are those are a minority. And even within like more BTC kind of cycles, actually the, the reception was not too bad uh, in many places. It was really like the, the very maximalist portion of it that was pissed off about it. And, you know, we kind of think that it's pretty big because this is the most noisy people, but you, you get to realize like most people are, are just not that noisy. And, yeah. and th that doesn't mean that they are less numerous, you know? Um, so so yeah, except except that portion of the BTC community, the reception was pretty positive. Um, there is yeah, there's a lot of uh, you know there is a lot of acceptance of the stuff that is going on. Uh, I start talking with a lot more people in the space because you know there are a lot of companies that want to know about these things and want to know what to do about it, right? So there is a lot of, of uh, contact and with various company going on. Uh, 
Within BCH, though, it's where we start to see some cloud forms, I'd say. Um, and, and this has been a pattern with BCH. Like the, the problem comes from inside, even though like everybody is like, oh, you know, we have like AXA and Bilderberg that is attacking us. But, but really, BCH has been its own worst enemy in many ways. And, and this starts very early on, right? Because um, uh, after the fork, uh, we get a bunch of like, you know, commitment from, from people to do various stuff. Uh, notably like free traders say it said a, a bunch of stuff, but like two months, three months in, it's not happening. And, and the pressure start, you know, piling up and free trader is like, okay, I'm out, you know, <laughs> I'm out, like deal with this shit. Um, and so, and so, yeah, like three months in, free trader is not there anymore. Uh, there is the old DA situation, like uh, on August one, I'm like, you know, what we have as DA is is not good. Uh, we need to do something about it. And this is the uh, the difficulty adjustment. Uh, yeah, the difficulty adjustment algorithm. <clears throat> and you go with <clears throat> what's been loosely called an EDA, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so well. Okay, actually, the EDA was probably the first sign of trouble um, because before the fork, a lot of people in the big block community did not realize that that you know it was a done deal. Like we would be a minority fork. Um, right. They were still under the impression that it was likely that we would be a majority fork, and those people don't want it to change the difficulty adjustment in any way, right? And so the EDA was made in such a way so that we can go see those people and tell them, you know, listen, if we are the majority fork, this does not change anything. And if we are a minority fork, this allows the chain to move forward. And that was, that was a way to sell it. It was a very bad solution technically, but um, um, it doesn't matter if you have a better solution, but you cannot sell it to ecosystem participants. And so, and so this solution is chosen, but obviously, you know, like what I'm describing you, the, the design constraint that, that caused this solution to be chosen, you can, you can infer pretty quickly that it's not a very good solution because it's not a very good problem statement to solve, like make, make people that are in that impression that something that's not going to happen is going to happen and keep them happy is, is not a very good like engineering problem statement to solve. So on August 1, um, you know, I, I actually wrote an email um, to, to, you know, various people in the community. And I was like, you know, um, um, here is the problem that we're going to face and we need to work on that. Like we thought this is good, but uh, this is not the end of it. This is like where the works begin, actually. Right. Um, and but but nobody did much of anything about the difficulty adjustment up to the point where we put a solution on the table and suddenly everybody uh, have their own solution and everybody wants to do something else and, and, and yada, 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 right? So, so uh, a, lot of, a lot of tension for this kind of stuff right away. And it's, it's not very surprising, right? Because it's why, it's why we created Bitcoin ABC in the first place. It's because we had a bunch of actors that were playing battle royale with each other instead of focusing on the goal. Um, this is how we ended up creating ABC. And so that whole dynamic started catching up with us. Yeah. So we, we've got, if I'm doing the counting right here, about six people um, who effectively push 
a uh, Bitcoin Cash into existence um, by August first. Is is that? Yeah, right? yeah, but yeah, by August first. Yeah, but two three months in, like free territory is already gone. So so we're uh, down to less than half a dozen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fascinating. I mean, that when you consider. <clears throat> all that's gone on in the worldwide movement that Bitcoin cash has, has become um, the medium exchange meme, um, how many lives it's impacted from uh, the work of EBCH uh, to, you know, m- my own personal life, which I, I shared uh, a few days ago. Um, it really, it really is amazing that uh, <clears throat> the work of you and, and uh, you know, five or so other people um, made that happen, uh, brought it forward. Um, anyway, uh, I'm not sure if we should leave it there. Um, <clears throat> there's so much else to talk about, but I, I, I wanted to keep us focused as much as I can possibly focus okay. um, on August 1st and uh, how mm-hmm. it came to be. Um, is there anything else that, that you wanted to say about uh, BCH being a quickened and, and birthed into the world that, that I didn't maybe didn't touch on? Uh, well, I don't know, but yeah, uh, it's effectively the, the work of very little people. Uh, and, and it's kind of amazing that, you know, we were able to do so much with so little, but, you know, the next, the next step, uh, like we need to move past that and we're kind of stuck uh, in the same situation we were post August one, as far as I can tell, there is the same, the same kind of fighting is still going on. The same, you know, lack of resources is still going on. So that's, that's, uh, that's, I think something that's going to limit BCH going forward. I think that's, uh, that's a a good enough place to leave it. Um, I think uh, we would have provoked enough people here uh, we'll get some more discussion, uh, but at least there is your statement in concrete form about how this stuff came together, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it'll elicit more debate and all that good stuff, but uh, I wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you again uh, for all the hard work. Thank, thank you for being so supportive over the years, uh, for always taking my questions, uh, for for putting aside time, man. I, I really appreciate it, and um, best of luck, man. Well, good luck to you too. Like it seems like you need it more than me, uh, because you're 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 gonna do some new stuff going forward. So, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. And uh, we will we will talk again soon. Okay, ciao, ciao.